Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Series 2, Session 14. This is Dave Clark. Recently, the main subject of these forecasts has, podcast has been resources for reading through the entire Bible on one's own in one year. A couple weeks ago, in Series 2, Session 12, I shared about my first book titled A Path Through the Bible, Unlock the Meanings from the Whole Bible. This Bible resource directly takes you in one year through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. For session 13, I interviewed my wife, Helen Clark, regarding her experience reading a chronological Bible, which takes you through the Bible in one year in order of occurrence. Today, I am going to answer a question someone might ask, what if you listen to Bible commentators, such as through TV, radio, or books? Is there still something to be said for reading the Bible on your own? Learning from Bible commentators can be helpful, and I have read several helpful inspirational books and heard many valuable inspirational messages. In fact, I just got finished reading a book called Knowing God by J.I. Packer, which was helpful for me in understanding how the Bible encourages us to have a relationship with God. All the same, I still don't believe that resources such as this one can replace daily reading the Bible on our own. Why is that so? There are two basic reasons. They have to do with context and relationship. Starting with context. One of the biggest reasons I have found for confusion with the Bible is not understanding the context in which things have been written. When we focus on bits and pieces throughout the Bible, we cannot fully understand what is the underlying truth being put across. At the beginning of the book of Luke, Luke expresses something similar. In Luke 1.3, the physician Luke says, Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seems good also to me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus. Perhaps the most important Bible truth in the, is the importance of Jesus and why he was sent by God. To fully grasp this truth, one needs to understand the broad Old Testament. The Old Testament is not independent from the New Testament. As an analogy, before being retired, I was a mathematics teacher, two of the subjects I taught being algebra and arithmetic. I came to appreciate that the foundation for understanding algebra was understanding arithmetic. If you don't understand arithmetic, you can't do fractions and other more basic concepts that come into play when doing algebra. Something like how arithmetic helps you in understanding algebra, understanding the Old Testament helps in understanding Jesus. The Old Testament deals largely with the establishment of the Jewish people under Abraham and the provision of law under Moses. However, it also deals with failed attempts at keeping the law through numerous Jewish kings. These failed attempts show the need for a new arrangement. This was expressed succinctly in Jeremiah 31, 31 to 33. Quote, the time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. 
I will put my law in their minds and my right and will write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Also, the prophetic books help one to see how a Messiah like Jesus was predicted to come on the scene with characteristics of Jesus we see in the New Testament. For example, Isaiah 53, 3-5 describes the upcoming Messiah as follows. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he took upon our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We see in the New Testament that indeed Jesus was rejected by men, especially by the Jewish priests. He carried our sorrows, crying at Nazareth's death. He was pierced by our transgressions, pierced through his hands, feet, and side while he died on the cross. While Isaiah 53 is a famous example of a strong prophecy sounding like Jesus, through my reading through the Old Testament, I found many others. Some coming to mind include in Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Joel, and Micah. In addition to this, Jesus himself studied the Old Testament and expressed to others about Old Testament prophecies concerning himself. Also, there's the book of Acts. When leaders like Peter and Paul explain their missions to the Jewish priests, they would often refer back to the Old Testament, such as from the Psalms or words of, by note, Moses. Besides context, the second reason for reading the Bible personally deals with relationship. We read the Bible on our own to spend time with and help foster our relationship to God. I've learned at various times in my life the specialness of relationship. When I was young, I fondly remember each Christmas having dinner with my family and extended family and that closeness and fellowship I never forget. Also the day I first met my wife was when we both were hotline telephone counselors. The phones were surprisingly very silent that day and we spent our four-hour shift almost completely talking between ourselves. That time together uh, was one I never forget. God wants us to be wants to be with us personally, speak to us through Scripture. I find that reading the Bible on my own each morning helps me to be closer to God. Usually, I read Scripture. I ask myself not only what does it say, but what does it mean, and what will I do. I try to listen to God speak to me. It is natural to pray with my wife after my Bible reading as my mind is oriented in a spiritual direction. So in summary, learning from commentators can help us gain helpful insights. However, I suggest not letting that replace regularly reading the Bible on our own, starting with reading the Bible all the way through. This is foundational because it provides us context and relationship as well as insights. Thank you to those who tuned in to session 14 of A Love for the Bible Series 2 and I encourage you to join me for session 15 in another week. 
Series 2, Session 15 will air beginning Tuesday, September 14th at 8 a.m.